welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Vallier and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Your Financial Planet. I'm your host, as always, David Vallier. And today we wanted to grab a couple team members and have a conversation about how investors are increasingly making decisions based upon non-financial factors. I know growing up in the business, there's always been uh, a major decision-making category that we would call the fundamentals or the technicals. But nowadays, people are starting to make some non-financial factors. And in our world, you know, the buzzwords around this are social responsible investing, impact investing, sustainable investing, or or an acronym that we like to use called ESG investing, which stands for environmental, social, and governance. So with that, I'd like to bring on Jeff Allen and Eric Nahat to help uh, guide the conversation. Jeff, Eric, welcome back to the show. Great to be back. So I just mentioned, you know, these kind of three words for ESG, if you will, part of the acronym. Eric, give our listeners an idea, maybe an example of what we're talking about when we look at environmental. Sure. On the environmental side, ESG metrics track the the conservation of the natural world. This looks at components such as the effect on climate change, um, carbon emissions, raw material usage, water scarcity, pollution and waste, and, and then on the positive side, innovation and clean tech and renewable energy. Okay, great. And, and so, Jeff, let me have you talk to us about the social aspect. Give me some examples there. Well, on the social side, labor policies are important. They include gender and ethnic diversity of both employees and the board, product liability concerns, cybersecurity, controversial sourcing, and social impact reporting. Okay. And Eric, let me bring the G to you. Governance. Talk to me about that. The the governance aspect covers standards for running a company. So diversity at the firm, firm board composition, audit structure, bribery and corruption, executive compensation, lobbying, political contributions, and and general business ethics and and transparency. Okay, so we've got that kind of framed up. Jeff, maybe take a few minutes here and give us a a little history lesson here. Why are people thinking more and more of this type of investing or, or making these considerations when they are investing? Great question, thanks. Just as individuals express their preferences through purchases and their employment, now investors are now seeking to influence issues via their capital. Now it's interesting, there's been a growing demand from investors for companies to acknowledge and address key sustainability and social challenges. Interestingly, the history of this subject goes back to the 1800s when religious groups started investing per their beliefs. But the modern history of environmental, social, and governance investing goes back to the 1960s. Activism in that era uh, started the uh, idea of socially responsible investing, and that was more exclusionary screening. People didn't want to deal with, quote, sin stocks, end quotes. So things like tobacco, alcohol, and guns, and coal, those sorts of things started to be excluded from portfolios. There's been a very interesting evolution from socially responsible investing to ethical investing to sustainable investing to impact investing. 
and now to ESG. And the reason for that evolution is like many things in our lot, computers and data. There are now, it is now much easier to monitor and measure data. And people have actually come up with criteria. There's this global uh, reporting initiative and the UN actually has principles for responsible investment. And so now with uh, huge data uh, using the internet, people are actually able to score this set of metrics to measure the sustainability of an investment in these three specific categories, environmental, social, and corporate. It's interesting that there's growing evidence that companies scoring well on environmental, social, and government factors are higher quality and outperform the broader market over time. So very interesting. So tell me, Jeff, what is the size of this market? How, how are we viewing this? Well, interesting that the um, ESG market is now $17.1 trillion, which is one third of the entire market. And this is a 42% growth since the 12 trillion that was in ESG investments back in 2012. So there's been a very rapid growth over the past uh, decade. So, you know, I, I mentioned this kind of on the intro, but historically we've looked at fundamental statistics on how we look at investments. We've also looked at technical, you know, how a stock might trade as an example. Um, and, and, and this is an extra layer here, Eric, of scrutiny. Talk to me about how this might be incorporated in, into a portfolio. How do we think about this? So as Jeff mentioned, ESG investing has been around for decades and is not a new concept. Over the past few years, though, as Jeff alluded to, investing's evolved with the help of better access to ESG-related information and analytics. And with that information, many investment companies have created their own rules for ESG, inve ESG investing with varying metrics and motives. So for example, a lot of materials are, are sales related. With there being a lot of gray area out there, we leverage Sustainalytics, which is a leading independent ESG and, and corporate governance research ratings and analytics firm. So it, it's a firm that's not tied to their own investment management that provides third-party analysis on the investments that we own. Sustainalytics creates a, a sustainability rating as a measure of the financially material uh, environmental, social, and governance or ESG risks in a portfolio or company relative to a peer group. So compared to companies within the same industry, for example, as a firm, we review and document the score of each of our holdings quarterly. Our investment decisions, though, are, are not based solely on ESG scores. And there's a lot of metrics that we balance when it comes to security selection. For example, we want to own companies that have strong leadership, uh, good competitive advantages, uh, a history of earnings and, and cash flow growth. But ESG is one of those metrics that we look at along with those fundamentals. And then where appropriate, we do offer more purely ESG related investment solutions. Uh, but that depends on the client's investment mandate, uh, the financial plan, and their goals. And, and if there's uh, anything more purely ESG-specific that a client's looking for, we suggest that they reach out to their advisor to discuss further. And Jeff, one other question for you here, and you, you touched on this a little bit on, on the history, but from a performance perspective, talk to me about performance. Are, are we giving up performance? with this sort of layer of scrutiny, an ESG layer? Talk to me about that. 
Well, that's an interesting point because there's been a myth that, you know, if you invest in a socially conscious way, then you're going to give up some performance. But interestingly, over the last decade, the uh, performance of ESG uh, investments has matched or slightly exceeded the market. And more importantly, uh, during turbulent times like 2007 to 2009, 2015 and 2018, when the market gets uh, a little bit riskier and more turbulent, there's actually been less risk in these uh, companies. Surprisingly, the performance has been equal or a little bit better and with a little bit less risk. So, so Jeff, on that note, I'm just curious from your seat as an advisor, where are you seeing the primary interest coming from? Is it from younger investors, more tenured investors? Talk to me about your experience. What types of clients are, are asking about or inquiring about ESG investing? Uh, in my own experience, it's been a mix. It's some of my elderly clients are interested in these concepts. Many of our elderly co- concepts where there's a uh, an issue of uh, legacy and assets passing on to their children, their children have been a stimulus that, uh, come on, mom and dad, you've got to help us solve some of these social uh, challenges we have with uh, climate change and uh, the social changes. And now if you read the literature, the literature would say that this is a very important concept for millennials, that the much higher percentage of the millennial group uh, is interested in this. But I've seen a mix among uh, my clients. Okay, great. That's great feedback. Uh, Eric, can you let our listeners know how they, if they want to get a hold of us, their advisor, Anyone on the Synergy team, fill us in there. Of course. Please reach out to hello at SynergyCapitalSolutions.com. And uh, for listeners, once again, I'm your host, David Valliere. We really appreciate your listenership. Please subscribe and share. And we look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergizer Capital Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk. And there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. 
This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisors before establishing a retirement plan.